At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Philadelphia City Cast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. Uh, welcome back, Philadelphia City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. How are we doing, ladies and gents? I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein, at Wise Rye on the old Twitter machine here, recording this on Tuesday, August 16th. And on this episode, we'll get to the birds, of course. I want to give you my thoughts quickly on Jalen Hurts and the Eagles after their first preseason game against the New York Jets. So we'll talk about that. Also want to talk about Eagles-Browns joint practices. Practice, not a game, not a game. But we will get to the game. Eagles and Browns preseason game as well. The Phillies, they bounce back after dropping two of three to the uh, to the New York Mets and get the W against the lowly Cincinnati Reds. On Monday night, we'll look a little bit ahead to Tuesday night's matchup, the rest of the week for the Phillies, uh, Noah Syndergaard's performance last night. I want to start just like talking about betting the preseason in the NFL, right? Like it is so damn frustrating, is it not? We are all more than excited to have football back, right? It's like, oh, oh crap, August 8th, August 9th. We got NFL, baby. You know, we got we got our preseason game one. Let's do it. Let's bet on it. What do we like? And of course, that's what we do here on the Philadelphia City Cast. And you know, I like the under thirty-five and a half for the Eagles Jets game. That obviously did not hit. Final score came in at twenty-four twenty-one. You feel like an idiot, do you not? 
after betting an NFL preseason game and you lose, you feel like the biggest idiot. But when you win a preseason game, you're like, I'm the smartest man alive. <laughs> no one can stop me. That's that's just how I felt after betting Eagles-Jets. Uh, but we will be betting the next Eagles preseason game. Do not get it twisted. We did bet on the Phillies last night to win at a hefty price of minus 177 at Bet River Sportsbook. But you know what? Sometimes you lay that juice because you, you're you're confident in it. Uh, that felt like such a bounce back spot for the Phillies, and it was exactly that. Um, it was a little bit closer than I would have anticipated. I was very close to taking the Phillies minus one and a half on the run line, priced at minus one twelve. <whistles> Did not do that by the skin of my teeth. I decided to uh, just take the fills on the money line at minus 177. Uh, so that came in for me there as well. I do want to get to some updates in the futures market. We'll do that in a minute. Uh, I, I do want to address the Kevin Durant rumors because that's obviously at, <laughs> atop the headlines, storylines nationally. Who cares about nationally? But um, as it stands locally, you know, it's a, it's a topic here of discussion, of course. Like, are the Sixers going to be able to trade for Kevin Durant? And should they trade? Uh, you know, there was a, a bunch of different rumors going around on possible trade packages that the Sixers could offer the Brooklyn Nets. One of them, Matisse Thibel, Tyrese Maxey, uh, Tobias Harris, and a couple draft picks. I, I mean... It's not even a question for me. You do that. You do that in your sleep without even blinking. You do that a hundred times out of a hundred times. You trade for Kevin Durant to put him alongside James Harden and Joel Embiid. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's not even a question. Bye bye Tyrese Maxey. Bye bye Tobias Harris. Bye bye Matisse Seibel. Bye bye all your draft picks. It's what you do, and you do it without even thinking twice about it. Bottom line, uh, I I. Now there's a difference, okay, between pulling the trigger if you're the Sixers and actually being able to pull the po uh, the potential trigger on this trade. I do not believe that jo uh, Joel Embiid, my goodness, that Kevin Durant will be getting traded. Brooklyn Nets have all the leverage. If you're Brooklyn, why are you trading Kevin Durant? for Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey. <laughs> I mean, it's idiotic, right? I mean, you just extended this dude, Kevin Durant, last year, four years, I believe $198 million. Um, you, have, you have all the cards. You have all the chips. You're not, you're not moving him unless you're getting apples to apples, legitimate apples to apples in return, and no team's going to do that. No, it, the the one or two teams that maybe are even capable of doing that, they don't want to do that. There's no reason for them to do that. So I, I don't believe Kevin Durant's going to get traded at all. I wanted to just touch on that. I, I know we have plenty of Phillies talk, baseball talk, plenty of Eagles and NFL talk. So we're going to uh, shift the gears and focus now of this episode to NFL, to baseball, to birds, to the Phils. All right, and to uh, start us off here, let's look at some NFL preseason odds, shall we? 
All right, let's start with our Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday now. That's more like it on a Sunday, 1 p.m. Second preseason game after some joint practices taking place this week. Eagles on the road in Cleveland. Eagles are two-and-a-half-point favorite, priced at minus 108. The Browns getting the two-and-a-half points, priced at minus 113. You look at the money line. Last week against the Jets, it was minus 110 on the money line for both the Eagles and the Browns. You look at it now today at the time of recording, at least on Tuesday, Eagles are minus 130. Cleveland plus 108. The total, we talked about the total a little bit a few minutes ago for Eagles Jets. It was at 35 and a half. This game now at 37 and a half uh, with the over priced at minus 107. The under priced at minus 114. Uh, should we double down on the underplay or should we stay away from the total? Should we go with the over since it burned us for the Eagles Jets week one? Um, that's what we're going to have to discuss here, maybe a little bit today, as well as later in the week. And of course, for our full betting preview for Eagles, Browns. All right, let's get to the season bets and the updates in the futures market. Not, not too much has changed. You look at, uh, Eagles odds to make the playoffs. Yes. Minus 167. No plus 137. You look at the vision finishing position. Uh, first place finish for the Eagles, plus 165. Second place finish, plus 190. Third, uh, plus 325. Fourth, 7-1. to one. Win total, still at 9.5 with the over priced at minus 134. The under priced at plus 110. You also have options at Bet Rivers uh, to take the over or under for 8.5 as well as 10.5. So it's not just a 9.5 number there. Obviously, the odds the price will change if you look at eight and a half, for example, over eight and a half is priced at minus 225, uh, under 10 and a half priced at minus 215. So uh, options, nonetheless, they also have some other bets that have been recently added. We talked a little bit about these last week, but just if you missed that, uh, Jalen Hurts to win NFL MVP. <laughs> Sorry. And it's tough not to laugh there. Uh, Jalen Hurts to win NFL MVP and Eagles to win the NFC East. 40 to one. Uh, and then we dove into Jalen Hurts over 3,600 and a half passing yards and Devontae Smith over 850 and a half receiving yards. Yes, priced at plus 180. Do not like that bet at all. Uh, we talked about that on an episode last week. So more and more options becoming readily available to you at Bet Rivers Sportsbook here uh, and their wagering menu. You look at the Eagles' odds to win the Super Bowl, 30-1. to 1, Nothing has really changed there. Josh Allen is still your betting favorite to win NFL MVP. Uh, you look at NFC winner, and uh, Tampa Bay is the betting favorite at plus 350. The Eagles are 13-1 to 1 to win the NFC. You look at the division, um, Eagles are plus 165 to win the division. The Cowboys are still your betting favorite at plus 125. Washington plus 550. And the New York football Giants coming in at 8-1 to one now to win the division, rounding up uh, the, for the, as the fourth team with the fourth worst betting odds. Uh, we already mentioned the... Playoff odds for your Philadelphia Eagles, and yes, minus 167, no, plus 137. Uh, so that's pretty much all of the key updates and all of the key categories 
for your Philadelphia Eagles. All right, we'll give you the update here on the Phils, and we'll start with their matchup tonight against the Cincinnati Reds. The Phillies, once again, are heavily favored. We mentioned that we played the Phillies at minus 177 last night. Should we do the same tonight? Phillies money line priced at minus 195. The Reds priced at plus 165. Run line for the Phillies laying the run line at one and a half, priced at minus 121. The Reds getting the one and a half priced at just about even money, plus 102. Total runs nine and a half. The overpriced at plus 102. The underpriced at minus 121. Uh, and we'll dive into this matchup a little bit later in this episode where we'll give out our best plays. Uh, we'll dissect the the pitching matchup. We'll give you everything and anything that can help you win some cash for this matchup tonight between the Phillies and the Reds. Kyle Gibson is scheduled to get the ball for your Philadelphia Phillies. So more on that game coming up here. In just a little bit, let's look at the updated odds in the futures market for Major League Baseball. The Phillies, thirty-five to one to win the World Series. You look at National League NL winner Phillies that are now at fifteen to one. Uh, the Dodgers are still your betting favorite at plus one fifty. The Mets at plus two fifteen. You look at NL East Mets up to minus six seventy to win this division. The Braves at five to one. Your Phillies are at eighty to one. Uh, you look at NL Cy Young. Wheeler is in fourth, but a distant fourth, 25 to 1 uh, as far as the betting odd standings. Sandy Alcantara is minus 400. You have Corbin Burns at 9 to 1, Max Fried at 18 to 1. Um, so we'll see how Wheeler plays out the remaining starts that he has. Listen, we just want him to help the Phils continue to pile up dubs. Uh, and hopefully they can. Do that again here tonight on Tuesday night after getting the win in game one of the three-game set against the Cincinnati Reds. Your Phillies are 64-51, and 51, uh, a half game up over the San Diego Padres, 7-3 uh, and three in their last 10 games. So it's nice to see the Phillies in that second wildcard spot now. Uh, and they've been there for a little while, but hopefully they can continue to... Uh, keep their distance ahead of the Padres and the likes of the Brewers and even the Giants who are five and a half back, but plenty of time for them to make up ground uh, if they can piece together a little win streak over the course of the next month and a half. All right, Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. What's happening, everyone? Thanks again, as always, for tuning in to another edition. We got plenty to discuss. We just kind of went over the betting odds for some action tonight for the Phils and the Reds. Gave you the update on the Eagles and Browns betting lines, total money line odds, etc. Uh, and we will dive into the Phillies and Reds as well as some Eagles thoughts that I have after the performance against the Jets. We'll tie that into some season totals as well as uh, talking a little bit about the Browns and what we can expect there. We'll do that throughout the week and uh, we should have some good guests joining us throughout this week as well so plenty to discuss and hopefully we can uh you know produce a good week for everyone out there from the betting perspective and you can always give me a follow on twitter at wise rye w-i-s-e r-y-e
Kick off football season with Bet Rivers online sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and back your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Presented by Rivers Casino, Pittsburgh must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so the new Phillies stepped up on uh, Monday night here to help get the Phillies an important win against the Cincinnati Reds. Excuse me, as we mentioned to start this show off a little bit here, and we'll, we'll get into this more right now. You know, Jim Salisbury, Phil's longtime Phil's insider, wrote about this a little bit here in uh, I think he was spot on about just one. Let's start with Noah Syndergaard. Obviously, the new acquisition right right before the trade deadline. We all know who Thor is, who he was at least. But you know, he, he picks up his second win last night in three starts overall now for the Phillies. And he, if Noah Syndergaard can get you seven innings, it is a massive success as far as trade deadline you know, success, failure, winners, losers, whatever, however you want to categorize it, all right? If Noah Syndergaard's able to give this Phillies team seven innings of work, three-run ball, did not walk one batter, you're feeling pretty damn good about it. And then, oh, oh yeah, let's let's look at uh, Edmundo Sosa for a second. This, the complete first star of that game on Monday night, three RBIs, and two really big time plays on the on the diamond, uh, helping out Cindergard at third base. Interim manager Rob Thompson uh, talked about Noah Cindergard after the game. He said, "And I quote: His stuff keeps getting better and better. He threw all kinds of strikes. Robertson was also tremendous. He's been in all those big moments, playoffs, World Series. When you have a guy like that, it settles everyone down. And then Sosa." made some tremendous plays in the field, as we just discussed. Syndergaard and Robertson, as we mentioned, both were acquired by the Phillies right before that August 2nd trade deadline, exactly two weeks ago from today, actually. Uh, Sosa was acquired a couple of days prior to that August 2nd trade deadline in that deal with the St. Louis Cardinals. We knew about his strong defensive capabilities, if you will, but my goodness, for him to make two big plays like that in the field, I don't want to say it was expected, but you say, oh, wow, okay, that's that's why he was brought in, right? But not just doing that, then picking up the bat and driving in three RBIs in a 4-3 final where you're on the right side of that score, it's a big deal. It's a really big deal. Uh, a two-run single in the third inning, an RBI double in the fifth, that's from Sosa, of course. Both hits came against Mike Miner, who is nothing special. Came into that start last night with an uh, ERA of over six. I believe it was 6.24 to be exact. All four of the Phillies runs on Monday night came with two outs. So once again, this team is always in these games, right? This team is never out of it. Uh, they have a lot of fight, a lot of resiliency, and that's a prime example of scoring runs with two outs. Phillies now improved, as we briefly mentioned, record-wise improved to 64-51 and 51 after being shut out for two straight days by the Mets in New York. 
Phillies are in sole possession of that second NL wildcard spot, a half game up on the San Diego Padres. Syndergaard 2-0 now in three starts with the Phils. He's been victorious in all three. He's gotten the official win in two of them, but the Phillies have won all three of the games that they've given the ball to Noah Syndergaard. Syndergaard said after the game, and I quote, it's an awesome feeling. It's awesome to be a part of this team, and I'm really looking forward to this journey. It's exciting right now. You know, Early last week, we spent an entire episode talking about if the Phillies can actually make a deep playoff run. Are they a smart, air quotes, long shot type of bet right now? Uh, And I gave you plenty of reasons why on that episode as why yes makes sense, and I still firmly believe that. So it really is an exciting time right now for the Phillies uh, as we are inching closer to September. I know we're inching closer to the start of the NFL regular season as well, but uh, we need a red fall here. We need a red fall here for for the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, And that means some playoff games. And yes, I said games. Maybe some multiple rounds. Am I getting a little bit greedy? I don't think I am. I really don't think I am. All right. Philadelphia City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. Uh, Phillies got back on the winning track on Monday night. Kyle Gibson has taken the mound for the Phillies today. He's coming off three straight really good starts. Uh, Most recently, Gibson allowed three runs, only two earned in six innings of work against the Marlins. Uh, Weird fun fact, this is going to be Kyle Gibson's first start against the Cincinnati Reds organization in his entire career. And he's only faced four batters on this current Reds roster in his entire career. So, we'll see. Maybe that's a good thing. TJ Zook will get the nod for the Cincinnati Reds today. Uh, eight starts in his four-year career. He hasn't had much success at all in the, uh, at this big league level. He was waived by the Cardinals at the end of May this year. The Reds signed him in early June, uh, and he's just been a minor league type of, of arm. Since then, he got called up to face the Mets last week where – as you can imagine, he struggled, allowed six hit, uh, six runs on six hits en route to a 10-2 loss that the Mets handed out to him and his ball club, the Cincinnati Reds. So, Phillies, this is a get-right opportunity, not just tonight, but it was last night, it will be tonight, and it will be again tomorrow for this entire series. This series is a get-right type of spot, not that they were wrong, but coming off a, a series loss and getting shut out in back-to-back games, you want to get back to how you were playing, which was hot, offensively, really strong from top to bottom, uh, and hopefully they can carry that momentum from Monday night into the game tonight. The Phillies still have one of the best and uh, hottest lineups in all of baseball right now. They've scored the eighth most runs in the entire league, sixth most in the National League, They have a top 11 team batting average, uh, and I think these numbers are really going to be popping off the screen here tonight, uh, given the pitching matchup as well. So uh, I really like the Phillies to to get another W. And if you – this is where – this is where you you have to ignore the heavy prices on the money line in baseball because – 
heavy favorites this year in baseball. They've been cashing and they've been cashing really well. So if you take the Phillies at minus 177 yesterday, now you can take those winnings and just simply take them on the Phillies uh, Phillies money line again tonight. And I know it's half, a hefty price, as we discussed, at minus 195. Uh, but nonetheless, Bryson Stott has hit in eight straight games. So he's looking really well. Uh, Schwarber is sidelined. But you still have guys like JT Realmuto, Alec Baum, who's been hitting excellent uh, over the past really month and a half. There's just a lot of reasons why you feel good about it. Um, there's also some player props we can throw your way too a little bit later. But I'm taking the winnings from yesterday, and I'm taking the Phillies at minus 195. Uh, I'll throw out a couple betting odds and prices for certain players to get a hit uh, if you want to look into that instead of or in addition to taking the Phillies on the money line. So Bet River Sportsbook, they have a ton of offerings that we honestly haven't gotten into a ton of these player prop bets over the past couple of weeks, but we all know what's out there here at Bet Rivers. There's just so much um, that you can choose from, whether it's total RBIs by a batter. So example, Alec Bohm to get over a half of uh, half of an RBI, okay? So Alec Baum to get one RBI or more, it's probably an easier way for me to say it. I'm a little bit uh, not the smartest guy here. Uh, one RBI or more over plus 148, under minus 200. Same for Castellanos, over plus 133. Uh, we mentioned uh, Bryson Stott, who's gotten a hit in eight straight games. For Stott to knock in an RBI tonight, um, plus 160. So I, I love Stott to possibly get an RBI at plus 160. I like the same for Alec Bohm at plus 148. Um, you look at, how about hits? All right, so total hits by uh, a Phillies batter here. Alec Bohm to get over one and a half hits, also priced at plus 160. So that's an interesting one. Like what's, what's a better play for that same price of plus 160? Alec Bohm to drive in one RBI. Or Alec Baum to record two hits or more in the game. Um, I, I would lean with the RBI. I would lean with the RBI and where he's been batting in the lineup and what he's been able to do with his bat. Uh, just knock in one RBI opposed to two hits. Not that I don't feel like he can get two hits as well. So uh, Bryson Stott to get over one and a half hits tonight. Priced at plus 195. I like that bet a lot. This kid has been swinging the ball. Uh, swinging the bat well, seeing the ball well. Uh, so start to have a potentially big day against a pitcher and overall pitching staff that's really not scaring anyone, minor league level type of pitcher that's getting the ball to start things off for the Reds. I can see the Phillies jumping on him early. Uh, so I really like Bryson Stott. Over one and a half hits tonight, kids coming into the game with a hit, uh, a hit streak of eight straight games. So I feel really good about him making it nine hopefully he can get a couple of hits here in this game to help us get that over one and a half for Bryson Stott um priced at almost two to one so that's that's reason enough for me to like it especially given his success here uh over the past week or two um let's hope it carries into this game tonight so those are some other um you know prop plays that are being offered. You look at total strikeouts thrown for Kyle Gibson tonight. 
Uh, four and a half is the number. The over is priced at minus 132. The under four and a half strikeouts priced at even money. Another cool uh, feature here on the Bet River Sportsbook wagering menu, they have a tips column, right? So if you click Phillies Reds, if you go into pitcher props, batter props, they have like Phillies money line first three innings. Then they have the Reds have trailed after three innings. Um, Reds have trailed after three innings in each of their last five games against opponents with a winning record. Then they give the the price minus one fifty five for the Phillies money line in first three, uh, under a half a total runs in the first inning. The uh, basically no runs scored in the first inning market has hit in each of the Phillies last five games at Great American Ballpark. That's priced at plus one hundred two. Uh, also, Phillies money line at minus 195. The Phillies have won each of their last nine night games against teams with a losing record. We already gave that play out to start this off at minus 195. They also list the probable pitchers. So they give Kyle Gibson uh, with his win-loss record, his innings pitch this season, just over 121. The ERA, 4.29. Whip of 1.18. Total strikeouts, 91. 34 walks. So, Bet Rivers really does a great job of helping you just get a little bit more informed on some of the key statistical categories uh, for the variety of bets that they are offering on their wagering menu. So uh, really cool stuff. Make sure you're locked and loaded with us here on the Bet Rivers Sportsbook mobile app and BetRivers.com. All right, so Phillies money line minus 195. Also getting a little crazy here tonight. We're going to take Stott over one and a half total hits priced at plus 195. We have a minus 195 play and a plus 195 play. That was not intentional, but here we go. All right. So uh, speaking of here we go, we'll switch gears here for a little bit. Talk some Eagles. I'm going to give you my thoughts on what I saw from the squad, what I saw from the starters early on. Uh, we'll get some updates from Brown's camp as well. Have some fun here on this Tuesday edition of the CityCast, powered by Bet River Sportsbook, baby. All right, so let's talk some birds. And before I give you my thoughts on what we saw uh, from Eagles Jets, as I'm sure most of you know, there was a trade and uh, fan favorite, Jay Jaw, <laughs> JJ Arcega Whiteside, has been traded. Uh, three seasons with Jay Jaw. Very, very underwhelming. I think that's fair to say, right? Uh, and it feels like a deal swapping of two players that were about to get cut and curbed either way. Uh, the Eagles receive defensive back Ugo Amadi in the deal with the Seattle Seahawks. So, um, Sega Whiteside, see you later, buddy. See you later. Seahawks drafted Amadi in the fourth round back in 2019 out of Oregon. Uh, in his three-year NFL career, Amadi has played in 47 games. He has 12 starts, seven of which came last season. So coming off a season with seven starts in his career, Amadi has 125 tackles, 13 pass breakups, an interception, two forced fumbles. Uh, and he seems to be a legitimate contributor on special teams with almost 600 special team snaps in his first three years in the NFL. So there we go. A guy that can certainly play that gunner role uh, for your Philadelphia Eagles on special teams. Eagles certainly doesn't hurt them to have some versatility in the secondary, and Amadi seems to offer a little bit of that. 
seems a little bit undersized, but nonetheless, five foot nine, two hundred pounds. Eagles officially list him as a defensive back, but he's been a nickel corner throughout his time in the NFL. Uh, he's played primarily in the slot. According to Pro Football Focus, almost 82% of his snaps over the last three years have come as a nickel corner. He's also played some safety in the NFL, a bunch of safety in college. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what Amadi is able to do. A four-year player at Oregon where he was certainly a lot better in college than he has been thus far in his NFL career, but does not mean that he can't be a contributor uh, for this Eagles team. So the Eagles at least get some type of hope and depth out of a trade uh, involving J. Joel here. So uh, I, I like the move. I think it's no surprise that our Sega Whiteside has been traded. Uh, see you later, buddy. Best of luck. Maybe he can revitalize some portion of his career out in Seattle. No disrespect, but I don't really care either way if he if he does or does not. So uh, I want to give you my thoughts on what we saw from Jalen Hurts against the Jets. And I'm going to start, before I go on a rant here, I want to start by saying he, he, can't, he can't show me anything. And this is not an attack on Jalen. This is an attack on NFL preseason. Right? Like there is nothing that can occur where I can criticize Jalen or compliment Jalen in any of these preseason games. So that's my overall thought process um, on the NFL preseason. It, it, it's just a joke. These these coaches they're not they're not showing any type of play design, play calls that are going to be the ones that we see in the regular season they're looking to just shake some rust off of the starters get them some game action get them a little bit of film um and get them out of there healthy i mean i mean that it's it's quite literally that simple eagles offense with the starters led by jalen hurts looked good against the new york jets key words there looked good against the new york jets in a preseason game where the jets defense when they're trying, is an absolute dumpster fire. You magnify that when it's the first game of the preseason schedule in August. Okay, so I'm not trying to get Eagles fans off their excitement horse, off their high horse. I love it. Get fired up. Get excited for the Eagles season. I can't look at Jalen's 6-for-6 six six numbers, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Stat line looks unbelievable. All right, I'll give you that doesn't mean he's going to be unbelievable. If you want to rewind the tape, he made some smart decisions, right? Six six completions out of six attempts. Five of those attempts and completions were all simple checkdowns to the running back or quick plays to Dallas Goddard. Like, fine, right? Well, Goddard had the nice touchdown catch, I should say. But uh, one, one nice throw, five checkdowns, uh, looked good with his agility and his athleticism to extend plays as that's nothing new. Um, but I don't take anything away from that. I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't, I can't, and I won't, uh, doesn't mean anything for me. All right. I still look at, you know, some of the numbers for the season totals for Jalen hurts, uh, like total passing yards at 3,600 and a half staying away from that. If anything, I like the under, uh, you look at Devonte Smith and his receiving yards. He's someone that I'm you know, looking to keep a close eye on this year, and he was not involved in the game against the Jets. 
Um, so nothing that we can assess. As I mentioned, there's nothing for me to assess regardless, but we haven't seen any, any Devontae Smith yet. Um, I, I'm really intrigued to spin it positively how Devontae Smith is going to hopefully benefit from the arrival of one A.J. Brown. Right. Is Devontae Smith going to go off? Is all the attention going to be on A.J. Brown and the Eagles are really going to be able to take the top off of defenses uh, and get some really big plays consistently from Devontae Smith uh, from Jalen Hurts, something that they were not able to do at all at any point all season long. On one of the recent episodes, I talked about how much the Eagles struggled last year in big plays offensively. Uh, dead last in the NFL last year in big plays. So how can they take advantage of A.J. Brown's arrival, uh, particularly with Devontae Smith? I, I know, uh, I don't know, okay, my crystal ball is in the shop here, but I feel confident in saying Dallas Goddard is going to be a beneficiary uh, of this Eagles offense, of the quarterback, and of A.J. Brown's arrival. I cannot say the same confidently for Devontae Smith. So that is something to keep uh, I, I think our close eye on here uh, as the Eagles are gearing up now for their second preseason game, August 21st against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, and also an injury note, Miles Sanders is now hurt again. All-star Miles Sanders. Yes. The running back who deemed this Eagles team an all-star team everywhere you look. The often injured Miles Sanders has been out of practice since the preseason opener with leg soreness. He's now dealing with a hamstring injury, uh, according to the Eagles' official injury report. This is all from uh, Reuben Frank, Eagles insider. Sanders played against the Jets Friday night but did not practice when the team returned to action on Sunday. Uh, so now here we go. You know, and, and I'm not trying to attack Miles Sanders because injuries are – you know, yes, players can start to be deemed injury prone in their careers. Uh, it's also just bad luck and unfortunate. But the reality of it is your best ability, especially at the professional level, is availability. If you're not available, forget it. Nothing else matters. Miles Sanders has had his fair share of injury issues over the last two years starting to become concerning. This is a contract year for Miles Sanders, and I've been on record saying Enjoy them while you can, people, because there is no way in hell Miles Sanders is returning for the Philadelphia Eagles after this season when he becomes a free agent. You know, unless he's hurt all season long uh, and they get him on an extremely team-friendly contract deal, I, if that were the case, I don't even know if I want him in that situation either. Right? He's either going to outplay his contract uh, and he's going to get some more money and some you know better value overall from a different team. Or he's going to be constantly hurt, and I, don't, I think the Eagles should move on from him either way, right? So I'll be surprised if we see Miles Sanders in an Eagles uniform after this season. But nonetheless, right, he played eight snaps in that Jets game, in that preseason game against the Jets. He didn't have any carries. He caught a couple passes for 20 yards. Uh, Sanders, he's missed eight games over the last two seasons, and he's been limited, extremely limited, in a variety of other games. You go back to 2020, Miles Sanders suffered a hamstring uh, hamstring strain in training camp that sidelined him for the opener. A knee sprain against the Ravens later in that same season forced him to miss two games. A knee sprain that kept him out of one full game in that season limited uh, him in the playoff loss to the Seahawks. 
Last year, an ankle injury against the Raiders sidelined him for three weeks, hampered him in several other games. A broken hand cost him two more games and then limited action in, a, in the playoffs. So this guy is just never seemingly available. And when he is, it's limited availability. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just sick of him, and I'm not expecting a ton of production. I'm not expecting some big year from Miles Sanders. I expect more from Kenneth Gainwell. I expect more from Boston Scott. Those are the names and guys that I'm keying in on and banking on this season for the Philadelphia Eagles. You look at Miles Sanders uh, and his season totals, and we, we talked about this actually a while back now, probably a couple weeks ago when we first started deep diving into um, you know, a bunch of these player props. But I'm not touching any of Miles Sanders' rushing yards total or rushing touchdowns totals. Uh, rushing yards, I believe I saw him at um, 900. He's not getting over 900 rushing yards. It's a joke. That's an under lock. All right, so those are my frustrations and updates regarding Miles Sanders. Uh, we will dive deeper into Eagles-Browns. Over the next couple of episodes, I'm efforting an Eagles insider guest. I'm also going to effort a Cleveland Browns insider to join us leading up to that game on Sunday at 1 p.m. We'll continue to update you on the betting odds uh, and all of the latest news and notes out of these joint practices regarding the Eagles and the Browns. Just to remind you, tonight, Phillies take them on the money line at minus 195. We're also getting a little weird, and we're taking the over one and a half hits for Bryson Stott. Give me a follow at WiseRye on Twitter, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. -E. You can find links to each episode and links to all of the pod platforms we are available to you on. All right, until next time, everyone, have a great rest of your day. Best of luck on all your bets, and I'll see you on the next episode right here on the Philadelphia CityCast, presented by Bet River Sportsman. Peace. Get ready to kick off fall and football season with Bet River's online sportsbook. Join Bet Rivers on Wednesday, August 17th for Win Total Wednesday. This Wednesday, players who place a wager on any NFL or NCAA football team's season win total will get a free $10 Bet Rivers bet. Simply head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app all season long for the latest odds and unique promotions. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook this fall. It's a whole new game. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER.